When the you-know-what hits the fan, are you ready for what happens to your show, your business, your family, if something catastrophic happens to you? Welcome back to Legit Podcast Pro, the show where we dive deep into the world of podcasting, offering insights, tips, and strategies to help you succeed as a podcaster and as an entrepreneur. So picture this. You've poured your heart and soul into your podcast and your business. You're reaching new heights and everything's going great. But what if something suddenly, something unexpected happens to you? How would that impact your show? How would it impact your business? Or how would it impact your family? Well, today we're going to tackle this critical topic so you can boldly go after the best while feeling confident that you are also prepared for the worst. I'm going to discuss some key strategies to ensure that you're your podcast, your business, everything continues to go forward and thrive in your absence, whether that's temporary or permanent. So as this episode goes live, I'm actually recovering from some surgery. So I'm pre-recording the episode. So we aren't going to miss our publication schedule. That's an example of this kind of thing. But what really got me thinking about this topic is that it's something that's happened recently to a a client who's also a close friend. Now, this fellow's a small business owner, pretty successful. He's got a great family, three kids, the works, and he's got a few employees. Well, a few weeks ago, he had an accident. It left him with a brain injury, and the doctors have kept him in a medically induced coma all this time. And it's obviously been a terrible time for his family. It's made even worse because the business is during, this is one of its busier seasons, and there's just a whole lot going on. Now, his wife is doing the best she can. She's good. She's been in the business all along and knows what's going on, mostly keeping on top of things, but she's doing her best to make things work while she's also worrying about her family and taking care of the kids and all that. And the thing is, he's really been the primary operator of things. Now they've got a handful of employees. They get some stuff done, but the sales, the bidding, the project planning, the collections, the bookkeeping mostly has fallen on my friend. So, in his absence, we have been scrambling to figure out who's going to take on which of his responsibilities and make sure none of the various balls that he's been juggling, keeping in the air, gets dropped and so on. And I'm sorry to say that as savvy a businessman as this guy is, he didn't have a lot of documentation of how the business operates and what criteria he uses making decisions and those kinds of things. So his wife and his employees and his lawyer have all been trying to reconstruct those things. And that's what got me thinking about this topic. Now, I, this is not the first time I've talked about the idea of succession planning for your podcast. I did an episode on the subject a couple of months back. So here we are. How does this apply to you, the content creator, podcast creator, YouTuber, whatever? Well, your podcast or whatever it is you're doing isn't just a hobby. It's wise to think of it a bit like a business, even if you're not in it to necessarily make a profit. How can you make sure that your business is going to continue to hum along if you're unable to be there to run the show? So one of the things that we can do here is to establish a well-structured business entity, a legal structure, and how that can really provide stability during unexpected times because there's, you know, a set of bylaws or a set or an operating agreement. And the other people in the business will kind of know what's expected from them. It also uh, provides for, uh, you know, who, who takes over in the absence of the, the manager, the boss, those kinds of things. And inside my Easy Legal for Podcasters course, we have uh, lessons on how to set up your LLC or your corporation and get these kinds of ducks in a row. Now, 
Another thing is that you need to have a clear articulation of all of your team's responsibilities. And the best way to do that is in, in good contracts and, and good onboarding. But also your team should be documenting the work that they do so that if one of them is missing an action for some reason, someone else can step in and take on their roles and responsibilities, either temporarily or permanently. So I think it's an important job assignment to give everybody who works in your business, whether they're contractors or employees, they should give you, they should be documenting their processes and their systems and their decision-making strategies and those kinds of things. Systems for con for operational continuity are really, really important. It's essential that you have these things in place so that things can run without you a bit. You know, having checklists, standard operating procedure documents, written instructions, uh, sometimes even instructions with screenshots or a video that explains how you do a particular task that you do from time to time can be really important. You want to have these things in place so that, you know, you can give assignments to people even when you are available so you're not doing the $5 an hour tasks when you should be focusing on the $500 an hour kinds of tasks. So these kinds of resources can really put someone else in a position to take on some of your responsibilities uh, or other team members' responsibilities, mostly seamlessly. Now, this, of course, does mean that you have to be able and capable of delegating. And that is really an art. It's something you have to practice and learn. So it's important, I think, to bring on team members early on in a business. And you want to be able to train them so that you can feel confident and trust that they're going to get the job done when you need to step back and give them an assignment and just be hands off. So really keep your people trained, keep your systems up to date and have them essentially on, at least on paper, train their replacements and provide, you know, the, the SOP standard operating procedures. So you can get that kind of thing done. Now, this is not just about the podcast or the business, whatever it may be. Don't forget your family is something to be considered here. Their financial and legal interests are going to be at stake in a situation like this too. So what can you do to make sure they are protected? Well, number one, estate planning. You should have a will or a trust that your personal and, and thing assets are in. And if you have a business, then the business is one of those assets and, and there should be clear delineation of who owns what and how it's being taken care of and those kind of things. So you're going to want to consult with a lawyer about setting up your will or your trust or whatever kind of estate planning you can do. Um, also ask yourself, do you have some insurance in place? Do you have insurance coverage that's going to cover those sort of ordinary day-to-day, week-to-week expenses at least for a few months while you're out of commission after an accident or an illness or surgery or what have you? This is something I was thinking about actually, and and I, um, I confess this is a do as I say, not as I do. I don't currently have that kind of insurance in place, but when my friend had this accident, you can bet I got started looking into it, and uh, it's it's definitely something that's on the agenda. Um, you want to know that you don't have to worry about paying the bills for those two or three months if you're in recovery from something. And what about life insurance? God forbid you end up dying. Well, you need to have some kind of coverage that's going to pay things, you know, pay for things so your family doesn't end up uh, destitute in the poorhouse or something, right? Even if you've got a lot of cash assets, having life insurance that pays out in the case of a death will really ease the transition there. But what happens if you don't die? If you need to end up needing to be in long-term care or you need to have an in-home nurse 
coming to your house from time to time or something like that. Well, again, I think it really pays to look into these things. After all, the last thing you want you or your loved ones to have to worry about while you're injured or sick or gone is how are you going to pay the bills? How are they going to pay the bills? And in the business side, you might also consider having some kind of key person insurance policies in place to cover the business in those scenarios. If you die or are disabled, uh, you may have to, the company may have to hire other people to fill the gap caused by your absence to keep the business humming along. And you should have a strategy of, you know, what's, what's going to happen, uh, longer term. You know, you maybe bring somebody on to fill in the, the gaps now, but is the business going to go on without you? Or is the thought that it will be a, you know, sold or you just sell off the assets and cash out basically. So you want to talk to an insurance broker, Talk to some financial advisors, get with your accountant and your lawyer and figure out some of these kinds of, of doomsday scenarios. And that's really what they are. But what's really important is that you communicate with your family and with your team about all of this kind of stuff. So they aren't left casting in the, uh, in the dark, casting around in the dark for what to do in the situation where there's been some kind of a catastrophe that's only going to make it worse. So planning, preparation, having those SOP documents, standard operating procedures, no, people knowing what their jobs are, not just now, but what happens if make sure you cross train your people, make sure that if you are the, the chief cook and bottle washer in your business and you, that you have someone who can step in at least kind of knows where things are kept and what's supposed to be happening and so on. And this can be, you know, depending on your business or whatever it is, it can be hard. But in the case of podcast creation, if you want it to go on without you, and if you have co-hosts, especially you got to have a plan for these kinds of things. So that brings us to the end of another episode of legit podcast pro. Now I know this stuff isn't fun to think about, but Let's face it, life is unpredictable. And fortunately, with a little thoughtful planning and some preparation, you can still confidently pursue your dreams, go after your goals, aim for that impact and, and influence that you're wanting, get your message out, but know that you're set up for things if, if something does go wrong. So I hope if you found today's episode valuable, you will subscribe to the channel or leave me a review and, uh, you know, five stars are very welcome. And please share it with other creators and other folks that you think might be interested. And don't forget to check out our free workshop, Business and Legal Fundamentals for Podcast Growth and Profit, where we dive deeper into these topics and how you can get yourself set up and prepared for uh, real business success and growth as well. Go to podcastlaw.net to sign up for our next session, and uh, I look forward to seeing you there. So for now, thanks for tuning in. I'm Gordon Firemark, and this has been Legit Podcast Pro. And until next time, keep on podcasting like that pro I know you are.